Get the defibrillator ready. We're talking increasing prices on Australia's number one tradies podcast. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome back to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. I'm Michaela Clark from Tradies VA and I'm joined by... Warwick Bidwell or... Walker, Walker, if you listened to a couple of episodes ago uh, from Tradies Business Toolkit. G'day, listeners. Now, today's episode uh, is all about that question of should you raise your prices? Oh, ouch. No, because you're going to lose all your customers. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's right. That's right. And look, we joke around a little bit with this, but it is a, it is a big problem, isn't it, Michaela? We it see uh, lots of our clients wrestling with this one is working their tails off and... Uh, doing what they can to win work and really getting to the end of the the week or the month uh, and there's not a lot left for the business owner. Mm, And they just feel like they've just done everything and tried to do their best and at the end of the day there's no money in the account and Mm. you've got tax bills and GST and all sorts of things keep going out and they just feel like it's just money going in and money going out all the time. Yep, and working hard for all of that. And even if it's not perhaps that... um, dire I suppose uh, it is still a challenge for a lot of trade businesses is to find that I suppose find that sweet spot where uh, they're charging what they're worth um, without scaring people away on price so uh, I think we should talk about rates and how to put them up oh, how exciting <laughs> and there is a way to do it without losing all of our customers but before we talk about the how-to on this whole price increase thing. Just stick with us, listeners, stick with us. I, I just want to share some simple little, uh, some simple numbers that, honestly, the first time I saw this, I had to whip out the calculator and double-check because I was like, no, it can't be, it can't be that. Now, numbers don't normally excite me, but these did. <laughs> uh, so... If if you look at margin, so your profit margin, you know, what's left at the end of the day uh, or at the end of the job for you, if let's say your current margin is running at 25%, which is probably pretty pretty typical for most um, small businesses or, or trade businesses, and you discount your price by the good old-fashioned 10%, okay? So it's not a lot of a discount. Pensioners. Yep. And Cheap Tuesdays. Most 10%. people, like if you hit up a business and say, hey, mate, you know, what's your best price? Like, oh, I'll give you 10% discount. Okay, yeah. it's a pretty standard sort of a discount that we give. Um, so if you discount your price by 10% and you're running at a 25% margin currently, then your sales or your revenue need to increase by 67% for you to make the same dollar profit. That's a lot. So That's... You've, you've got to do almost two-thirds more uh, to actually make the same dollar money just by giving a 10% discount. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't think people have any idea that that's how much revenue they have to increase by to cover just that throwaway little, oh, I'll just do 10%. So it comes back to really knowing your numbers and Absolutely. how important that is. Absolutely. And the flip side of that, because the I guess the fear is um, for our tradies is if I put my prices up, then I'm going to lose customers, right? Because people go, oh, you're too dear. I'll go and choose a cheaper guy because there is a lot of competition out there and we we do understand that. But here's the thing, right? At the same 25% margin, 
if you raise your prices by 10%, so we go the other way and you increase your prices by 10%, you can afford to lose 29% of your revenue. So almost a third of your customers could say, you know what, see you later, you too dear, and you will make the same dollar profit. So you'll have the same cash left. That's a lot of people that you can afford to lose and work less. Totally. And look, my experience with clients is when they have raised their rates, usually they don't don't lose anybody. Mm. But even if they do, they are the price-focused discount shoppers that drive you up the wall because the people that want the cheapest price generally are the biggest pains in the butt. And they're the ones that not make you the money, so why service them anyway? That's right. So... Look, maybe you're not going to put your prices up. We're okay with that. Um, But at least stop doing the 10% thing, right? Because you're you're actually giving your profit, almost half of your profit, to your customer just for the privilege of doing the job for them. Hmm. And I'm sure you've had clients figure this out as well. It's like, was we just paid them to do their plumbing for them. That doesn't make sense. Yep. You know? So that's all well and good. How how do we go? (laughs) Putting our rates up. How do we do it without losing to, our clients? Yeah. What's what's some of the things I guess? And and it was good if you go back to episode twenty eight, listeners. Uh, Timbo Reed was on the show. Uh, had some great tips in there about marketing and about being a helpful business. Uh, I reckon that's one of the biggest ways to allow you to increase your prices a little bit without upsetting your customers and losing people is just by being a little more helpful and as Timbo said those things don't actually have to cost more money that's right and he gave an example about you know if you're 15 minutes early to a job just sending a text or a phone call but it's all about adding value so if you're helpful and they feel like they've got a great service from you then they're going to be happy to pay just that little bit more if they know you're going to be reliable you're going to turn up on time you're going to be looking good you're going to provide them extra information and it's about positioning what you're doing there as well yeah and i like that that point about adding value people want great value and I've actually done a bit of a survey over the years. So I've been working directly with clients for uh, seven, nearly eight years now. And I've asked hundreds of people if you had to choose between the cheapest price and the best value, which would you choose? And 100% of the time, everybody says best value. I want the best value for money. I want a great deal. Not necessarily the cheapest price. Right? I know that's simplifying the matter a bit, but people want great value. They want to feel like they've got value for money. And it's it's actually quite simple to do that as a business and have people feel like you've delivered great value to them because just like you said, all those simple things, you know, phone calls and taking your boots off and carrying a dustbuster, and we've had some great examples from guests on the show of simple things that actually show, I suppose, more value and make people feel like they got a great experience or they got looked after. Um, and, you know, all the way back to the, the episode we did with Adam Ellis uh, from Allied Drafting Services, where basically he, he's, one of his strategies was just giving a shit. Mm. You know, I mean, that's, that's made a massive difference to his business where customers are like, wow, you really actually care about us. We're happy to pay you a bit more. That's right. And it's about positioning what you do. So I know Tim uh, in the previous episode did give an example about um, something that electrician could have done to surprise him. But I know something that my husband's done in his plastering trade that is if he sees a hole there and it's a little crack or whatever, he's like, look, do you just want me to fix that while I'm here? I'm not going to you know, charge you anything extra. And they love that. I mean, it took him no longer than five minutes. Mm. 
but he gets a lot of repeat business because he does that kind of stuff. But it's also positioning about what you're doing. So there may be some things that you do on a job that you just do anyway, but it could be positioned as a free safety check for your house or it could be we'll do something else. You do it anyway, but all of a sudden the customer thinks, oh, look at all the extra services I'm getting Mm. for you just coming to fix the light. Mm. So it's about that positioning and perhaps looking at packaging up what you can offer as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it is a really good point about that whole doing things for people that I suppose um, as tradies we we assume that people kind of know that stuff. Mm. Uh, but often there are those little things that we do, checking things, you know, while you're in the roof or under the car or whatever. It's just part of what you do because you've got so much experience at this and, and you are really good at your trade. Um, but you got to remember customers don't realize. They don't understand a lot of that stuff. And so it's not it's not actually being dishonest to use that as a marketing tool and say we've just done a 27 point safety check as part of your fixed price service. Uh, you know, normally that would be a 49 dollar um, item. Mm. So to say that we've done that as an added value offer is is it's certainly not dishonest, and people appreciate that sort of stuff. That's right, and it also makes them feel valuable but also gives you the opportunity to upsell as well if there was genuine extra things that you can see can need be done that aren't safe or whatever it being or could be a potential problem in the short term they may not take you up on that extra work now but i'm sure that they're going to call you in three months time when the problem exists Mm. and so one way to put up prices is to stop discounting i know that sounds a little bit cute uh but by by just not doing that whole discounting thing that's that's like increasing your prices by 10% on all those jobs where you've stopped doing that. A simple way to do that is is with those sort of package deals where you package up uh, some multiple services together. So instead of the itemized price, it's like, well, if you take it as a package, it's this, and it might be the same price or maybe slightly less, which is, you know, we're bordering on uh, discounting anyway. But even better than that is to perhaps add some products or um, you know other little services that don't cost you very much to include uh, it's like you know you go to a coffee shop and you get the the little chocolate coated coffee bean or something with your coffee you know the mm. places that do it gives them that little bit of posh and uh, you know it makes you feel like oh I got a freckle with my uh, with my coffee <laughs> if you don't know what a freckle is and uh, I'm showing my age but <laughs> anyway we're gonna leave that one alone uh, we're talking about filling cracks for free before <laughs> Uh, but, you know, if you get that extra thing with your coffee, w- what do those things cost? Like one cent? Mm. Um, but I guarantee the places that are serving those coffees are charging a little bit more than just your run-of-the-mill, cheap, you know, takeaway coffee place. That's right. And it's like an episode with Nick May from Walls by Design where he offers a lifetime touch-up guarantee while you're living in that house. Now, I'm sure it's a very, very small percentage of people actually take him up on that because they forget it or don't actually believe it but i'm sure a lot more people buy because of that service and i'm sure Mm. he's not the cheapest either no but just that guarantee that lifetime touch-ups even if it's the kids you know scraped on the wall or whatever it being that's a pretty cool service and Mm. wouldn't really cost him much because the amount of times he'd have to go back would be minimal but like he said when he does go back often there's extra work he can point out he's getting back in front of the customer again he's staying top of mind Word of mouth referrals, all that comes back into play. Mm. And look, it's—I uh, guess it's a bit cliched, but 
It's that way because it is actually true, uh, and I've heard this used before, and I groan when I hear it, but it's like, you know, would you choose the cheapest brain surgeon? Mm. Nobody would. Everybody wants the best. Sure, they want to pay the least possible for it, but it really is a value equation, and the, and the great thing about value is it's a perception in the mind of your customer. It's mm. not an absolute. You can't find – there's no formula for calculating value it's about an individual perception. So if I perceive more value in driving a certain type of car because of the branding and the, you know, the appeal that it has and what it says about me or whatever, uh, then I'm likely to pay a little more for that because I want what that says about me or whatever. And it's the same with a trade or a service is, you know, clean vans, good signage, nice uniforms, answer the phone promptly, call me 15 minutes before, uh, you know, text me five minutes out or whatever. A lot of those things are just, they're little perceived differences. And so I'm not going to choke on your bill because it's like, well, you're professional. And if I think that you're professional, then I'm going to see that you are. You know, it's like perception and reality are the yeah. same thing for consumers. So yeah, that's right. It's really using that um, to, I guess, uh, our advantage and get what we're worth. Got a question you want answered on the show? Go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. And as I say to people, it's like, why wouldn't you want people to use you? Don't you do a good job? Don't you do quality work? Stop letting, stop letting people go and use the backyard guy and the cowboy and be disappointed because they're all the stories we both hear, Michaela. Mm. Um, do, do more to actually get people to use you. So, um, yeah, putting your prices up is not necessarily as scary as you might think no and I, I know i had a client recently that uh put their hourly rate up by 11 dollars an hour and they were just mortified to do that and not did not lose one customer did not get one comment you know they'd been doing that rate for years and they were well underpriced um and probably still are but yep. you know for them they put it up and uh you know the wife said to me i just can't believe the difference in our cash flow just that little mid amount has put it up mm. and had no impact at all as far as a lot of customers so even though they could afford to lose 30 percent of their customers with the example before they didn't lose one they didn't yep you know and he's so busy anyway you know they can afford to put up their prices because mm -hmm. he's booked out anyway exactly you know so you can keep going to get that sweet spot of balancing all areas of the business and, and uh, you were sharing a story with me a little earlier about uh, a tradie that basically the, the client came back to his quote and said, that seems too cheap. So yeah. you can have the opposite problem if your rates aren't actually in that right range where it sends the wrong message to people. Because if it's cheap, we think we're going to get a cheap service. That's right. And, the, you know, the quote was sent off. The customer came straight back on the email saying, are you sure that includes everything? It seems too cheap. <laughs> have you missed something? <laughs> and I've gone, well, did you have a typo or something? You know, you better just double check. But, you know, instantly that tradie said to me, well, I'm going to lose that job now because they're just going to think I'm yep. dirty and the cheapest. Yep. So straight away that mm. perception was there. Mm. And, I mean, that wasn't the case, but it goes to show if you're too low, you know, yeah, can it, it can be too. damaging. So... So, yeah, in terms of setting your rates, listeners, uh, you, you don't want to be the cheapest because that obviously sends that, that message that you, you're cheap and nasty, cheap and cheerful. I don't know what that is, actually. I haven't <laughs> found anything cheap that's really that cheerful when it breaks. I'm not very no. cheerful. Uh, but, you know, middle to upper 
Um, you may not want to be the dearest, although there's some some uh, tradies out there who are. They are the most expensive, to use that languaging, in their market, and they're crushing it mm. because they are the best. They do have great um, service, tradespeople, experience, you know, the whole lot, and they're the real deal. Yeah. Uh, but generally speaking, if you're in sort of that upper third, upper quarter in your marketplace with your pricing, that tells your potential clients that, you know, you're one of the good guys, you know your stuff, um, but you're not the most expensive that's yeah. out there. So that'll make it a bit easier for you when when you do all those really cool things that we've talked about from previous episodes um, with all the simple stuff and create that great experience, uh, then people will see that that's justified. That's right. And happy to use you. Totally. So hopefully there's some points in there, listeners, on uh, raising your prices. Hopefully you haven't had a, a heart attack and uh, you're being revived right now. <laughs> and sorry about those pensioners on Cheap Tuesday. They're no longer going to get their 10% discount. No but... more pensioner discounts. G'day to my <laughs> mum and dad. Uh, <laughs> my, da- my dad is a classic. He used to complain about that stuff when he was in business and now that he's a pensioner, Everywhere he goes, he pulls out the pension card. (laughs) He's just getting his own back, I reckon. So if you want to improve your cash flow, make sure to check out our show sponsors, MYOB with their PayDirect solution. Head to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash myob, M-Y-O-B, and all the details are there about how to take mobile payments on the go and improve your cash flow. And uh, to never miss an episode... Go to iTunes, hit the little subscribe button. It'll take you less than a second. And uh, please, while you're there, leave us a review. We uh, we really want to get this show out to as many tradies and help them raise their prices. And hey, if you leave a rating review, we'll give you a 10% discount. <laughs> <laughs> no discounting on this show. <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and to find out more about either Michaela's business or mine or anything else to do with the show, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com and uh, to get today's episode as well, uh, tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash Three zero for episode 30. That's something of a milestone, isn't it? It is 30. 30. We're 30 today. There you go. Mm. We start our midlife crisis We're starting soon. to mature. <laughs> yeah, second one. <laughs> anyway, hope that was great for you listeners. It was great for me. Until next time. See ya. Ciao. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.